Life Audio. Faith Over Fear is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Welcome to the Faith Over Fear podcast, where we attack our most pervasive lies with truth. At Holy Loved Ministries, we are passionate about helping people discover, embrace, and live in God's freedom. We would love to connect with you online. Just visit our show notes to learn how to connect with us. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Carol McCracken, and I know what it feels like to fear waiting, especially when you feel you think you need to make an important choice and you do it based on what looks right to you. Have you ever done that? I dated this boy when I was in college, and oh, he was so good looking. He was what you might call the proverbial bad boy. And he was very enticing. Now, I was very naive and my parents raised me that way because that's how they wanted me to be. I was very sheltered. And the problem was I didn't want to be naive. I wanted to be sophisticated and worldly and have everyone admire me for those qualities. But let me give you some context. Everyone in my friend group seemed to be heading towards a commitment I'm goal-oriented, so I thought that that should be the next step in my life. Now, when you are naive, you have a very limited scope of experience, obviously, and you only know what you can see right in front of you. So since everybody else was going to the next step of commitment, I thought I should too. There I am in my sorority, and we have these ceremonies, and you get lavaliered, and that's the equivalent of going steady. And some of the older girls were even getting engaged. So I needed to get my act together, I thought. And here I was dating this wonderful boy, I thought. And I thought, I need to snatch this up. Because I know that this opportunity is the best thing for me. Now, never mind my family's opinion was that I should wait before making a commitment. Because I was taught that when you date, you're not dating just for fun. You're always dating to see, is this guy the right 
husband material for me? Is this somebody that I want to spend time on? Is this somebody that I want to grow old with, raise a family, go to church with? Is he worthy? Well, in my mind, yeah, he was. So I wanted to take advantage of the opportunity. Now, God in his grace allowed me to see that this guy made some very, very bad choices later in our relationship. And I think that God allowed me to see this because he had different plans for me. If it was up to me, I was going up to the altar. And in fact, I even had a wedding dress picked out. But due to the fact that God had different plans for me, he had me wait. Now, I hate waiting. Goal orientation sometimes does not allow for a naive person. (laughs) But in the waiting God can do so much preparation for us because he sees the whole big picture and he knows that there's so much more to what we can see with our eyes. I had some developing to do. I had some experiences that I needed to go through. I needed to see some hard times and develop my coping skills. And in fact, my future husband had to go through some things so that he would take the path to even meet me so that we could be together. But God is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine. And I was sitting there asking to be committed to this wonderfully attractive bad boy. And God knew that my imagination was not sufficient. There was so much more on some unseen things, things that he promised me, things that I needed to pray for, things that my family prayed for that were not this lovely guy. (laughs) Thank goodness. And so I can't be the one to say that I've identified the very best thing for me and in fact, just snatch it up in haste just because it looks good around me. That's saying that God doesn't know what's best for me without actually saying those words. Being fearful that I'm going to miss out on an obvious blessing is immaturity. Now, I'm not the only one that's ever been through this. And when you have to mature, let's rest assured in Scripture that there are other people that have gone through the same thing. And last week, Jennifer Slattery and I went through the beginning of Genesis chapter 13. And I love the book of Genesis. And I'd like to take you to the second part, the latter half of Genesis, and read you some scripture from there. In chapter 13, I'm going to read to you from 10 through 16. And let me set it up a little bit. Abraham and Lot are very... They developed a lot of worth at this point in time. And so they've effectively got two livestock groups together and they are all competing for the resources of the land. They all needed water to live on. They needed food that was raised for these competing herds. And and so the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot, they were quarreling because they were all fighting for water. And Abram and Lot said, come on, we don't need to be fighting like this. What it looks like we need to do is to divide and go elsewhere. And so what Abram did with his neighborhood, with his rather his nephew, what Abram did with his nephew was he said, you pick, you pick the land that you want 
and whatever you want, I'll go the other way, but we'll separate and all will be well for us. That seems like the right thing to do. So let me take you to that scripture with that context now. Verse 10, Lot looked around and he saw that the whole plain of the Jordan toward Zor was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out towards the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are, to the north and to the south, to the east and the west. All the land that you see, I will give you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. So Abram, he was not walking by sight, but by faith in God. And he knew that God would help him to make the right decision. Why? I hate to say it was more like me. He went for the enticing thing, the good looking thing, the thing that he could see with his eyes. But Abraham was mature enough in his dealings with the Lord to say, okay, whatever happens, I am going to follow the Lord because the Lord is going to guide me where he thinks that I should go. It's a maturity going on right there. And indeed, as soon as he departed from Lot, the Lord said, look around. This is going to be the promised land. This is going to be the inheritance of the Hebrew people that the Lord wanted his people to have. It was not something that they selected with their own eyes, but it's what the Lord gave them because that's exactly where he wanted them to be. And and so Abram knew he was mature enough to know that God knew what was best for him. And that was more like how I acted. Then there's a fear there that that God doesn't know what's best for us and that we're going to miss out on a blessing. But God loves us so much that he is not going to have us miss out on any blessing that he has intended for us. If we are obedient to him and lean into him, there are blessings for obedience. And so many times what you see with your eyes competes with something called faith, things that are unseen. God had promised Abram the promised land forever. This is a forever type of thing. It has some value to it. And meanwhile, Lot is heading towards Sodom and Gomorrah, which we later find out is a place full of sin. So who made the right choice? I mean, clearly we can look back in hindsight and we can see exactly what the right choice was. But right up front, when you are close to something, something that seems enticing and sometimes that seems attractive is not the very best thing for us. It looks like an enticing bounty, but what is most attractive on the surface sometimes does not have substance. Look at my relationship. I looked at what was the most attractive on the surface. 
And a lot of times we can do that in immaturity and naivete. But thank God the Lord knocked me upside the head and did not allow that relationship to continue so that I could have a more mature experience. I could raise a child in the faith. And it just shows that God knows what's best for us. He promises us that if we lean into him, he will show us the way and show us what the best way is. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Have you ever been patient enough to wait and to see the results of waiting? Some maturity, maybe, so that you can look back and see things a little bit differently than you ever saw them before. I just think God is really cool that way. And he promises to us and he is able to do immeasurably more than even we can think or imagine. I thought that if I asked for this pretty boy, this dangerous boy, that that would be enough. And God can give so much more than just what is on the surface. And he can mature us into wanting the things that he wants for us. I couldn't imagine how good God could do it. But God created me and he knew that. And so God walked with me to help me mature just like he did Abram, because let's just face it, Abram didn't start out being mature. And God knows that we need some maturing and that we need to trust him. And he helps us with his relationship to him. So don't be fearful as I was that you were going to miss out on an obvious blessing that's right in front of you. Don't rely on just what you see with your eyes. Remember before you take that step and perhaps because everybody in your family is telling you to wait, (laughs) that maybe there is something to be achieved with faith and some things that are unseen and the, the rewards might even be better than you can imagine. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you've not already done so, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Be sure to rate it because that helps others find it and encourages our team also. Share it with your friends when you can or when you think it will encourage them. We hope that today you gain some insight and courage to live as one who knows they are known. Until next time, may you step out as one who has truly been set free. Faith Over Fear is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.